afternoon, Patriots. It's Saturday, March 26th in the year 2022. I hope everybody's busy in their garden right now. <laughs> yeah, because we don't want to see too many more people starve. Boy, I tell you, this thing is getting very real. But it is a great weekend to be gardening if you're in the good zones like 7 and 8 and so forth. And if not, you should be getting your planters started indoors because that's all about your health and your wellness. So we'll have a quick message on that right here. We are surrounded by the stresses and the environmental issues that are challenging our immune systems. And keeping our immune systems strong is essential to maintaining a strong position in this fight. Expedition Coffee was designed specifically to not only give you that energy boost you need that will sustain you across the entire day while boosting your immune system and help maintain a mental focus throughout the day. You can find Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, Expedition Coffee at ExpeditionCoffee.com. And there you'll also find a full range of products that are designed to work as a full health ecosystem, all designed to reclaim your personal health sovereignty. Those products include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Leaky gut is one of the critical causes of sickness in our nation. You also have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. Earth, which is a nutrient powder, giving your body a full complement of nutrients you need. Just mix it with water, drink it like a shake. Do that once a day. And Pure 47, one of the most refined silver extracts on the market that can isolate most of the pathogens that you'll encounter. The products on ExpeditionCoffee.com are all designed to give you back the strength in your immune system to not only endure the challenges to the immune system, but to dominate and to rise above to reclaim your true health sovereignty. So check out Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. So we are literally in a spiritual war, like big time, and it's all in the open. I think we can all see it, at least with eyes to see. <laughs> I, I came across this piece. You just got to hear this. This is... Oh, what can we say? Um, I was just watching a doctor's show on CBS and the most alarming commercial just came on. Take a look. I am Ron Reagan, an unabashed atheist, and I'm alarmed, as you may be, by the intrusions of religion into our secular government. Please join the Freedom From Religion Foundation today. Ron Reagan, lifelong atheist, not afraid of burning in hell. out of just like shock like the fact that like i said this before i will say it again y'all the devil is no longer hiding like this is not one of his normal schemes like usually he's a little sneaky and deceptive but he's coming full-fledged y'all i don't know what the point of this video is i just had to share this with someone because i am just appalled i'm appalled yeah we know what the point of that video is it's to show that Ronald Reagan's son is a diehard atheist. He's gay, and he has—he had AIDS at one point. So I don't know how that's going. I'm sure, that's going real well. Oh man, I'll tell you, these people are just nuts. They really are. But here, on a much better note, check this out. This is kind of an interesting piece. Uh, born and raised in Madison, Illinois. I live in Brooklyn, Wisconsin. Where, where do you live now? Brooklyn, Wisconsin. How did you decide to feed all the people of Washington D.C. today? Well, the People's Convoy is feeding. People's Convoy. We've been uh, blessed generously with donations from the people around the, around this country. We're overflowing with goodness, so we felt like we would share it with the people. 
we're here to represent the people. Let's share the food with the people. You know, we got a little bit left if you want. Yes, so. from the people's convoy. Right, I am Kevin Gall. This is Kyle. Uh, and Dan. This is Dan. It was good timing. She says there's a whole other park over there with more people. Well, you know what? We can do this again. There you go. So that's what being Americans really about, like taking care of each other, and that's totally cool. So people's convoy and your donations aren't just being used to buy fuel and other things, which it is, but it's also they're what they're ever they're doing is they're. I mean, some of the stuff they're doing is feeding the homeless, which is a great effort, and good big hat tip to them for that great work. We we are literally living in an insane time. We have unprecedented explosion of homeless. We have. People that are walking around asking, what can I do to save the world? We have a decline in food resources that is falling like a rock. Our soils in throughout most of the agro-farms are dead. Without the use of fertilizer, they're not going to grow anything, at least not in any short-term period. The need for localized gardening in your backyard, in your garage, in whatever you have, indoors, outdoors, whatever it is, pot gardening, land gardening has never been more essential. Literally kill your lawn, grow a garden, and don't waste time. But on a national level, we're very concerned about whether one can define what a woman is. Apparently, the biological issue of women has now become a national debate on what it is to be a woman. I have no words for this level of stupidity other than to read you something. And this is, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, wow, here it is. This is from Death and D-E-E, Struction. It's a she-they that should tell you everything right there. And they have that in parentheses on their Twitter header. And here it goes. Buckle up. Okay. It says, I'm a trans woman who is experiencing her first period cramps. And what the F? I have literally never felt pain like this. Why do we let people live like this? <laughs> this is now what's become important in our national debate. Justice takes many forms. I'll tell you what, that's a great one right there. Nice going. I, I, I am literally without words for some of the stupidity that's flowing around our nation. And I'm equally without words with the people that can't figure out what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Well, I'll tell you what, if we're going to hey, one, oh, one thing real quick <clears throat> today, and we need to, I think resistance chicks are in the chat. So give a big congratulations to both of them. They passed their ham radio license today. They're now new ham operators, which now means we all, that everyone gets to do this, gets registered in the FCC database as a lethal threat to society because you're a patriot and love God. But that's good because that's what we want. But give them a big congratulations. They did fantastic, both of them. And Leah even got 100%. That's amazing. So good job, both. And that was, And you know that they ran that show, that training last weekend. So that's fantastic. Hey, patriots, it is time to pray because it's 11 after. So buckle up. Let's get some prayers rolling. Here we go. Jesus, we just want to thank you for being with us today. And we just want you to sit with us and be with us and just walk with us. Cause this is some crazy rides that are going on right now. And 
we are trying to navigate our way through, which is quite literally one of the greatest mazes and circuses of humankind we could have ever imagined. Lord, as we sit here and just look at some of this incredible insanity, we one thing we do pray for very much is just the ability to step back and have a little bit of humor. Let us not forget the importance of humor and laughter and the joy which our love with you brings and that overwhelming feeling of just wonder in this world. As we walk with you, we know very well we're walking a fearless walk and we're out of reach of <laughs> the circus show that's going on. And uh, I won't even ask for forgiveness for that laughter because it's it can't be even explained. When humanity has fallen to such a level, Jesus, that we're literally debating what gender somebody is or whether it's an option while we're facing massive crises, it's a tragic state of the mental state of humankind. Let the demons be expelled. And may the, the spells that are cast upon people's thoughts and processes be broken. Jesus, we just want to thank you for all that has been given, truly humbled before you for all the sacrifices made on our behalf and truly the glory of all the life given. For those that are misguided, that truly think that being an atheist and not being afraid of burning in hell is okay, may their hearts be awakened. May the hardening and foolishness of their thoughts be shattered. And may they face the true glory of our King and Savior and understand truly what it is to be humbled in their place. Jesus, this is a time when we truly do pray for our fellow men and women who have been cast into this matrix of deception, a wandering of a sort that's so dark and so malicious that they're literally willfully walking off that eternal abyss, and not only that, but trying to bring others with them. If their choice is to walk away from you, then so be it. But Jesus, we pray for the many that are just deceived and being lured in because, of, because they don't know who you are and they don't have that intimate relationship with you. We just pray for that amazing awakening of hearts and souls to, to start to be able to connect with you and feel you and embrace that glory and to really understand what the true sense of love is. We're so confused on that topic. I don't, it's just so hard for so many as a whole to appreciate what Father's love is, that unrelenting love and how far he will go to just be with us and walk with us, forgive us. So, Jesus, we just truly pray for the many that can start to see your light. And may we be that lamp on the hill. May we literally be that, those moments that people witness not, not by what we say, and if that's so blessed, then let us have those words. And not even by our actions, but just by the presence of the glow of the glory of your light that flows through us. It just draws people's sight to see you through us and to literally be drawn to that like a moth to a flame, to be able to desire what that is. And in so doing, give us, Jesus, give us that place to provide them with the crumbs and those those directions of how they can seek and find. This is a this is a difficult time for many. They just have so willfully accepted their worship of idols, their obsession with things, their consumption with fear, and their living within the realms of anxiety and and hatred and dissension and and difference. 
just pray for the breaking of all of that, the unity that we can bring so much as a people to unify ourselves, to really walk as one body and to always be humbled by just the absolute truths of what you brought to us and what you sacrificed for us. Let us never forget. And Jesus, for those times when we do wander, when we have our doubts, let us have the strength to reach to you and just have that conversation. Let us have the strength to open that dialogue and be honest from our hearts and speak what our fears are, to speak what our concerns are. If we have doubts, to speak into those so that we can heal that, so that we can rebuild that strength and we can, we can continue to walk powerfully as these warriors in this time. I think we all know in our heart of hearts that it's never been expected that we'll be perfect and we're not. And yet what we too often forget is you're there for us as his father. So if there's a prayer today for the many, for the all, it's to seek you out and to talk to you and to open that dialogue and to have those conversations and to hear and to listen to what you have to say. To shift that paradigm to where we look to God as a credit card instead to look to Father and look to you as our guides, our mentors, and those that share this experience in the walk so that we learn together, we grow together, we grow tighter and more intimate in our relationship. In these times, let us not see the darkness. Let us see the glory and beauty of what's being presented before us. The transparency that has opened up that we can now truly see what the enemy is. And with that, to grow that deeper compassion, to draw, to bring people over and with you and with us to walk truly in this glorified light. And let us not forget that as we walk here, to keep our feet here on this narrow path, on this rock of faith, and not to drift, but to stay here in this intimate walk as we watch the world transform, witness what it is, and be part of the fantastic change ahead of us to walk more gloriously into a future that aligns with Father and places you back on the throne. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. It is not a negative time. I know a lot of people don't feel that way, but it's a gloriful time. We're seeing all of this foolishness and it's coming out of the shadows. And that's one of the most important parts of the time in which we live that we too often forget. The gift that we've been given is literally out of Mark 4.2.2. For nothing is hidden except to be revealed, nor has anything been secret, but that it would come to light. And so it is, as is, as was written. Now, everything is being revealed. There's no hiding. There's no no deceptions that we can't see. All we have to do is just lean in a little bit once in a while and everything becomes revealed. These people's plans are well in the open. We know everything that they're going to do because they're so bold and arrogant that they think they are better, greater than God. And there will always be those that absolutely refuse to hear. There will always be those that will push back on the whole concept of God and of Christ Jesus. And okay, I <laughs> good luck with that one. Hope you enjoy the walk. And when you see somebody like that, it's probably a good idea just to give them a little bottle of water and say, you're going to need this. It's pretty hot down there. Hope you're in good shape. 
But, you know, it, it's literally, it's this sort of ridiculousness that we're in right now. And we are at that precipice of Jeremiah 6.16, right? We are there in this time where we're having to choose between the, today, the, between the ancient paths and where we're going. And those are, that's a wonderful place to be where it gives us that strength of knowing what Father's put before us. It gives us the strength of knowing where we're going. Jeremiah 6, 16, thus says the Lord, stand by the ways and see and ask for the ancient paths where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk in it. I think that everyone can agree right now as we walk in this amazing path, as we lean harder into Jesus and deeper into Jesus and as we're connecting more deeply with Father, we're literally discovering this beautiful rest for our souls. We're not... There's not anxiety there. Actually, there's nothing but just a wonderful experience in life. It's the, it's the agape love that overwhelms us. We don't have anxiety. We don't have fear. We should have some laughter, and it's pretty good to laugh. And it's important to laugh because that's healing in itself. God didn't give us laughter to be, have it channeled away or use it as some sort of coping mechanism. Laughter is a point of just enjoying life in its fullness. And for those that choose not to walk in it, it is literally a different world. One of the things to really keep in mind, and if you ask yourself this, it's a logical outcome. Why do they spend so much time on pounding a narrative of negativity and self-destruction? Why do they do that? And the answer is actually right before us. It's not difficult to see. Because our natural setting is not to live that way. The natural state of a human being is to live in a positive, uplifting environment and to seek the good, to seek the glory, and to seek the love which comes through our relationship with Christ and God. That's our natural state. But they are pounding this so hard and so viciously because they're trying to force people to accept their way of self-destruction, darkness, and evil. So it's really a choice. And if we choose to accept anything that they say, then we're, we're putting a crack in our armor. Don't. Just reject it. It's just silly. They, they talk from their little pulpits of power. They tell you what they're going to do to you, and they do, in the end, not much happens. I mean, really think about it. This whole last 18 months, two years almost, of this Rona garbage and this injection what has it really been about? It's been about people making a choice. They haven't come to your door and drug you out on your lawn and injected you. They haven't rounded you up, put you in FEMA camps. Right now they're telling you up front, they're telling you that there's going to be a, there's potential food shortages. Okay. So we take action. We just don't stand still. I think that's the biggest thing is when people are standing by and they're waiting and it's like, okay, I'll pray on this, and they don't do anything, if something comes to you and it, and it befalls you negatively, like suddenly you're out of food, can't afford food because you didn't take time to prepare, just think back to Joseph. We are going to, we are in a time when we're being shown not in terms of a, like a prophetic dream or being shown in our very face what is going to happen. They are telling you what is coming. And that is a gift, a gift that God has ripped back their, their, their 
shields of protection. They're shadowing work that they do, and it's put it right in our very face, and it's for us to decide how we're going to walk. For those that chose fear, they took the shot. For those that chose obedience, they wore the mask. For those that chose additional fear, compliance, and obedience to a state, they'll take a booster and another booster. That's a walk that they're choosing. It's not been forced. And we're choosing another. We're putting our allegiance and our loyalty completely with God. And as we do that, our connection to this government, our connection to these leaders, our connection to this corporate world just begins to fade. And it's a good thing because that puts us back where we need to be, more sovereign, taking responsibility for our lives, taking responsibility in our lives as God would intend. Because I don't believe, I, and I could be wrong, but I don't believe if you read the Bible anywhere in there, it says you shall enjoy your life by getting free crap at Walmart. I don't think it says it in, anywhere in there. And I don't think it says thou, thou food shall be provided by Big Macs through drive through I don't think it says that either. I could be wrong. But I never saw it. So it does talk about us reaping what we sow. It does talk about us sowing seeds in the literal and the metaphorical. It does talk about us stewarding our gifts and talents. All of that. And all of that comes back to us taking responsibility in our lives and standing up and being strong. And when we do that, this system has nothing on us. This, the word game that they're playing has nothing on us. Their threats fall to, deaf, to deafness and darkness because it's all that. It's just rattling of sabers. So let us be strong and let us be the light for the many that need it because there's still a ton of people that are wandering out there. I saw an interesting term the other day, and I, I, I'm almost willing to use it. It's a little, it's probably a little judgmental, but it's this. Because when we talk about sheep, and we talk about the relationship of sheep and the flock, that was a very positive thing in faith. And what I read the other day, which I kind of liked, was the dead sheep. It's probably more appropriate, because those that have given up on God or their deep relationship with Christ and the fearlessness of the walk have are really a dead flock. We need to revive that flock and awaken them to return as they will to the beautiful walk with Christ. So have a beautiful Saturday. I hope you're getting some gardening done. It's a wonderful time. And I hope you're getting things planted and in the ground. I hope you're studying for your ham license. And take the lead from the resistance chicks that have got their ham license. I'm taking my test, I believe, next week or the week after. I have to check my schedule again. So if you haven't started doing that, I'd highly recommend it. It's a good way. It's a good community. It's a good way to ensure another layer of communication. All good stuff. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Prayers right now. I'm telling you, get some prayers going for the fires of righteousness and that warrior spirit because we need it and we need a lot of it and we're going to do just fine. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we've got a mission in this time, in this place for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Fishers of Men until then or until the next time. God bless. 
and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. 
we pray, we stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.